join your palms. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Nitinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashyatadeshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Srivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gauratvishe Namaha Namo Brahmanya Devaya Go Brahmana Hitaya Cha Jagadditaya Krishnaya Go Vindaya Namo Namaha Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagadpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Sapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindhavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Vancha Kalpata Rubhyasya Kripa Sindhubhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Agnyana Timirangasya Agnyana Janashalakaya Chakshurun Militam Mena Tasmai Shri Guru Venamaha. Hare Krishna everyone, welcome once again to this study of Bhagavad Gita that we are doing systematically since last several weeks and this is session number 22 so I see that uh, some of you have joined very recently and if you have missed the previous session we have the recording and I am going to share the links to all the previous sessions as well so I dedicate this session to my beloved spiritual master His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada who is the founder Acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. 
the iskon movement that you are very well aware of so this is how we have been discussing chapter 2 we have different sections and right now we are discussing the very last section of the chapter 2 and that is section 5 from verse number 54 to 72 which is called as samadhi or sthita pragna so this is very interesting where krishna is explaining the symptoms of asthita pragna a person who has the transcendental nature so arjuna had four questions which he asked in the 54th verse and what were the four questions of arjuna arjuna asked my dear krishna what are the symptoms of asthita pragna asthita pragna is a person who is transcendental who is above the three modes the sattva guna rajoguna guna and tamoguna so what are the four questions that were asked by arjuna ka bhasha he says sthita pragnasya ka bhasha ka bhasha means how does he conduct himself how does a sthita pragna spiritual person conduct himself question number 1 ka bhasha second was kim pravashita how does a sthita pragna respond to sukha and dukha because each one of us right now in our life we are also facing sukha and dukha so how does a sthita pragna he deals with sukha and dukha in his life that was the second question and the third question was kim asita asita means sit how does he sit sit means not the literal meaning sit but instead arjuna is asking how does a sthita pragna disengages his senses how does he keep his senses under control kim asita and the fourth question was rajeta kim rajeta means how does he travel how does he walk so literal meaning is walk but actually figurative meaning of rajeta kim means how does he does his karma in such a way that he doesn't get bound by the karmic reactions we are all performing reactions we are all performing karma but every time when we perform karma there is a reaction to it right so how does a sthita pragna perform his action without getting bound by the reactions of such action is the question of arjuna so we have already discussed the first two questions and krishna has very beautifully answered the first question first two questions ka bhasha and kim prabhashita so today let us understand the third question kim asita how does a sthita pragna disengages his senses from the outer world very beautifully krishna is going to explain all this in the 58th words so from 58th words to 50 uh, 64th words krishna is going to answer kim asita the third question of arjuna so dev unmute yourself and let's chant this very beautiful word verse number 58 ंद्रियाेभ्य yes, 
Wonderful. Just give me a minute. I think someone is waiting. I'll just admit that. All right. So please repeat. One who is able to withdraw his senses. One who is able to withdraw his senses from sense objects. From sense objects. As the tortoise draws his limbs. As the tortoise draws his limbs within the shell. Within the shell. He is to be understood as truly situated in knowledge. is to be understood as truly situated in knowledge wonderful thank you so much thank you babuji hari krishna hari krishna so very beautifully krishna like as before also krishna has given a very apt and a very meaningful example to explain kim asita how does the sita pragna withdraws his senses so he is giving a very beautiful and a fine example of a kurma kurma means what tortoise in sanskrit kurma means a tortoise you know a very special feature of a tortoise a turtle is whenever it senses some danger what does the tortoise do the tortoise will withdraw its limbs within the shell and this shell of the tortoise is extremely strong even if a elephant comes and tries to crushes the shell will not get crushed it's extremely powerful it's a very hard shell and that is how the tortoise protects itself from the danger so here krishna is giving this example that similarly a sita pragna when he sees danger in the world what he does is he will withdraw his senses within he will not engage in the sensual activity he will not gratify his senses instead he will withdraw his senses inwards a very beautiful understanding in fact so krishna is trying to make us understand how important it is for each one of us who are actually spiritual seekers to control the senses to withdraw the senses from the sense objects indriyartha indriyartha artha artha has multiple meanings one of the meaning of artha means meaning itself what is the meaning for example hum bolte hain na ki okay iska matlab kya hai iska arth kya hai arth kya hai means what iska meaning kya hai artha also refers to mani arthashastra you have heard about arthashastra so artha also means mani artha also means sense objects 
See, anything that is of value is artha. Somebody wants to go and acquire higher education. Higher education is of value, so it is artha. Somebody wants has an artha towards food. He doesn't want to waste any food, so that value for food is artha. Somebody wants to look very beautiful, well groomed, so that is the value that he has in life. So that is his artha. So like that, anything that is of value to you is called artha. So here, indriyartha, that which is valuable to the indriyas. Indriya means senses. That which is valuable to your eyes, to your ears, to your nose, to your tongue, to your touch. That is called indriyartha. So Krishna is saying, this indriyartha has to be understood properly. One should not engage his indriyas in satisfying or gratifying the indriyatas. When do we experience pain and pleasure? When the sense object comes in contact with the sense. That is when there is pleasure. Gulab jamun is a sense object. When the gulab jamun comes in contact with my tongue, ha, that gives me a lot of pleasure. Isn't it? So, whenever a sense object comes in contact with the sense, it is called pleasure. It gives us pleasure. Similarly, pain also. It gives us pain also. If you eat 10 gulab jamuns, it is going to give you a lot of pain. Right? So, these senses are actually very vulnerable points in our body. These are extremely vulnerable points. We should understand this point very very important. And these vulnerable points have to be guarded. Just for example, when there is a big community, you are saying in a gated community, the fencing walls are not guarded. Where the security guards are there? At the main gate. Wherever there are entry points, wherever there are gates, that is where the security is required, right? So similarly in our body, these five senses are the gates. These gates are where it allows the data to come in and go out. So, at these five gates, we need the security guards. That's why these five senses have to be guarded very well, very, very appropriately. Why these have to be guarded? Because enemy is always looking for a weak point in you, a vulnerable point in you. You see a baller in a cricket match. In a cricket match, what is the baller trying to understand? He's trying to understand the weak point of a batsman. When the baller gets to know, yes, this particular batman has a weak point that he cannot play the full toss ball, that is when this baller will put the full toss ball and try to get this batsman out. Similarly in boxing, what happens in boxing? In boxing, the opponent is looking for your weak points or vulnerable point. That's why in boxing it is said, hit where it hurts. Hit where it hurts. So when an opponent hits you and you get to know, yeah, this is where you pain, you get a lot of pain. That means the opponent will actually going to go and hit you there. You, he will understand and identify your weak point and he will hit you exactly right there. So that is why we need to understand our weak point are these five senses. And if we don't guard these five senses, then it's going to be extremely difficult for us. Why these five, point, five in, senses are important? Because these five senses 
are actually the data collectors for the mind whatever the mind gets information is coming through the five senses if you allow any data to enter the five senses it will reach the mind and what will the mind do mind will start fantasizing based on the data that you are giving it if the mind is continuously fantasizing then you will be away from reality because you will be in the fantasy world not in the real world that is what the mind will do and that is why we need to guard these senses krishna is telling kurmangana you invert you take your senses withdraw your senses from the sense objects don't engage yourself just like the tortoise very beautiful example this is by the way we should all know that these senses the five senses that we have they are not ordinary the lord has not given us some ordinary weak senses extremely powerful they are very very powerful they are like snakes powerful venomous snakes and these snakes when they bite us we will be devoured isn't it so we need to be extremely careful how do especially in india there was an art of controlling the snakes there used to be snake charmers they will play that nice music and the snakes will get controlled right so we all have to become goswamis goswami go means what go means again multiple meaning go means cow go means veda go also means indriyas in sanskrit go also means the five senses goswami means one who can control the senses is called a goswami by the way i am not talking about arnab goswami here goswami means one who can control his senses you can also become a goswami not just by name but also in action so goswami we have to become not snake charmers we have to become sense charmers we have senses and we need to charm the sense how by spiritual practice by chanting hari krishna mantra the sound vibration you can control your senses very beautifully now some of you must be thinking oh prabhu ji i have been chanting uh, hari krishna mantra i have been practicing spirituality now since long time i am doing meditation i am not worried about these sense objects you may be thinking that yes i am quite powerful right now i am becoming so pure by chanting i don't really care about these sense objects i don't get attracted to these sense objects no you cannot take the sense objects head on you cannot take them head on abel mujhe maar they say no abel mujhe maar no you cannot do that just imagine a brahmachari a brahmachari thinks oh now i am a celibate i am a very spiritual person i have been doing practicing spirituality and meditation and all these things now i can go to the girls hostel and i am going to preach and i'll give you a bhagavad gita class he may actually go to the girls hostel and starts preaching bhagavad gita there and this brahmachari may start the session by saying you are not the body you are spirit soul aap is sharir nahi ho you are the atma he may start the session like this but the brahmachari he may end up the session by saying to one of the girl you are my soul very much possible right why because if you think that i am spiritual now if i go to a pub and i am not going to drink anyway 
Yes, you may not drink. You may come out of the pub not drinking even a drop of alcohol. But you will be disturbed internally. So many times, anybody, especially we as practicing devotees, as practicing spiritualists, it's extremely important for us not to expose ourselves to an environment which can disturb our spiritual life. Internally, it should not disturb us. If you expose yourself to an environment which is not conducive to spiritual life, you will get disturbed. Externally, you may not engage. You may not actually drink alcohol. You may not eat any meat. All that is fine. But internally, you will be disturbed. That's why Krishna is saying, withdraw your senses. Many Prabhuji, it's okay. See, it's not okay. If the you see a tiger lying somewhere, you may think, oh, anyway, it's lying. Let me go and check whether it is dead or alive. And how do you want to check? I'll go and pinch the tiger, Prabhu, and find out whether the tiger is dead or alive. If you go and pinch the tiger, the tiger will not pinch you back. It will just devour you. Isn't it? So, we should not think hibernation to be termination. It is sleeping. Let it sleep. Don't go and disturb by pinching it. So, when you are practicing devotional life, spiritual life, lust, greed, anger, these are like tigers within us. They are sleeping right now. When you are practicing spiritual life, they are nicely sleeping. Unnecessarily, why you want to go to all these disturbing environments and pinch them and wake them up? If you wake them up, then they are going to devour you. Lust, greed, anger, they will devour you. But if you let them sleep, let them let them die in the sleep. Just greed and anger. So spiritualists should think like that. Not be very overconfident. Yes, now I am practicing and I am very pure. Let me go and bombard my spiritual thing to all types of environment. No. Not at this stage. Unless you are completely self-realized, you cannot do it. Great Acharyas have done, like Srila Prabhupada has done, Madhvacharya, Yamunacharya, great Acharyas have done all these things because they had that self-realization, God-realization. We are not in that state to go and convert anything. It's not that I go to a pub and I can convert all the people uh, to be spiritual there. No, it's not possible for us, right? Extremely difficult for us to do that. So that is why we need to know that this particular shloka is extremely important. Krishna is saying, be like a tortoise. Don't get disturbed unnecessarily. Withdraw your senses. Right? Okay, wonderful. Very nice. So, let's go to the next shloka and let's understand what Krishna wants to say in the next shloka. Okay? So, let me give chance to the newcomers here. Omkar, can you unmute yourself? Let's chant. Let's give a try. To chant the second verse. Okay, so I'm going to display the word Omkar, try to repeat, okay? The verse number 59, a very beautiful verse and an important verse. Vishaya Vinivartante. Vishaya Vinivartante. Nirahadasya Dehinaha. Nirahadasya Dehinaha. Rasavarjam rasopyasya Rasavarjam rasopyasya Param drishtva nivartate 
Wonderful. Let's do that once again. Vishayavini Vartante. Vishayavini Vartante. Nirarasya Dehinaha. Nirarasya Dehinaha. Rasavarjam Rasopyasya. Rasavarjam Rasopyasya. Param Grishvani Vartate. Wonderful. Let's repeat the translation. The embodied soul. Please repeat. The embodied soul. The embodied soul. May be restricted from sense enjoyment. May be restricted from sense enjoyment. Though the taste for sense objects remains. Though the taste for sense object remains. But but seizing such engagement seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste by experiencing a higher taste he is fixed in consciousness he is fixed in consciousness thank you so much Uta. all right so very beautifully krishna is continuing this line of thought so just in the previous session in the previous words Krishna explained Arjuna withdraw your senses Astita Pragna is one who withdraws the senses like the like the tortoise so here Krishna is saying Vishaya Vinivartante Vinivartante refrain from sense enjoyment now Refrain vinivartante from vishaya. Vishaya means sense objects. That you can do, but by refraining yourself from the sense objects, it doesn't mean that you will not hanker for the sense objects. Very interesting. Let's understand this point. So Krishna is saying that you may actually restrict yourself. You may restrict yourself from not engaging the sense enjoyment, but you may still hanker for the sense objects. Is it not possible? Very much possible. Especially some of you who are doing some fasting on Ekadashi. Sometimes when you are fasting on certain days, you are restricting yourself from food. Especially on Ekadashi, we don't eat food grains, right? So on the day of Ekadashi, when you are restricting yourself from not eating food grains, that is the time when you actually think so much about the food. You are constantly thinking, oh, what? I wish I could order something from Sweetie or Zomato. Just when on the day of Ekadashi you are supposed to fast, that is the day when you start feeling hungry so much. And that's why in Maharashtra also they say, Ekadashi Dupat Khashi. On Ekadashi they eat more, double. So on the day of fasting it so happens that we end up eating double than what we are supposed to eat on the normal days. So that happens with all of us. So although externally we may restrain ourselves, but you are thinking. Many times, especially for students, when you have examination right at that time, the best of the cricket match, the IPL matches are happening. Now you want to restrain yourself. You will restrain from not watching the IPL match. But although you have the book in front of you, 
your mind is constantly thinking let me go and watch let me go and watch so this is the most tough and difficult situation for practicing devotees is it not kuch karna hai but mind is saying something else mind is pulling us in the opposite direction but whereas we are doing completely and this is very painful my dear devotees when we want to restrict at the same time we have an attraction for that object it becomes extremely difficult for us it's very painful situation especially on the day of ekadashi i said we are just waiting when will dwadashi come and we will eat food isn't it so that is why krishna is saying here that this kind of vishaya vinivartante rasavarjam rasopyasya you may actually restrain but the hankering is there just like a disease patient very beautifully prabhupada in the purport is explaining when a patient he is being told by the doctor he has been advised by the doctor not to eat certain foods oily food restriction this food restriction fatty food restriction so he may forcefully restrain himself but the taste for that object is still there its hankering is there so it becomes painful so krishna is saying if you don't want to experience this pain of hankering then param drishtva nivartate param drishtva 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 means what drishti drishti means what to see vision drishtva but here very nicely prabhupada is explaining param drishtva to be higher text in uh, is contemplative you will find a book called higher text it's actually a recipe book very nice recipe book and also there are higher taste restaurants even in bangalore we have a higher taste restaurant higher taste param drishtva when you experience a higher taste then you will give up the lower taste automatically see a person who thinks that there is some irresistible thing to be an essential thing many times what happens is we take certain temptation we take certain irresistible thing to be an essential thing for example uh, alcoholic or drunkard actually there is so much of temptation that he wants to drink the alcohol but now alcohol is irresistible no doubt but alcohol is not an essential thing but that thing you will understand to differentiate between essential and non essential only when he gets an higher taste when he gets something much better than alcohol that is when he can give up the alcoholic uh, uh, addiction so in life we want to give up lower taste you need to get higher taste just nullifying your senses is not the solution please understand just withdrawing restraining your senses is not the solution you have to give an alternative to the senses and that alternative is spiritual alternative you want to go and watch a movie it is disturbing better than that you go and watch something that can purify your senses you go and go to the temple and see the beautiful form the deities of the lord then what will happen you are purifying your eyes you want to some listen to some hard metal rock music no just go and alternate give some alternative spiritual alternative nice soothing beautiful music spiritual music chanting of this hare krishna mantra it will purify your ears 
so just restraining your senses is not important replacing material things with spiritual thing is what is needed that is when we get higher taste if you don't satisfy the senses by a higher taste it is going to ask for more and more and more because the senses are made to actually engage you cannot keep them disengaged all the time better give them a better alternative a best alternative and that is spiritual alternative but if you don't give them that is when it will give you pain in the heart but when you get param drishtva param drishtva means that higher taste it gives us a very blissful a very joyful experience within the heart a spiritual experience within the heart and that is what we are all supposed to experience that blissful nature of we being a spiritual entity of the supreme lord a very wonderful thing it is and this was very nicely experienced by dhruva maharaj very recently in the katha utsava shrimad bhagavatam katha utsava we discussed the past time of dhruva this dhruva five year old boy he wanted to sit on the lap of his father his stepmother said no you cannot he got really angry why because his father also neglected him this dhruva dhruva goes to his mother and says this is what is happened now i want the kingdom much bigger than my father what about my father i want a kingdom much bigger than brahma also mother says you go to the forest and pray to vishnu and he will give you everything this five year old boy goes to the forest meets narada muni and understands from narada muni how to do tapasya and starts doing tapasya within 6 months this five year old boy gets the darshan of lord vishnu and then lord vishnu is asking my dear boy i'm so pleased with you dhruva ask any benediction that you want and what did dhruva say that time dhruva very beautifully says to lord vishnu stana vilashi tapasi stitoham tvam praptavan deva munindra guhyam kacham vichinvam api divya ratnam swamin krita totmi varam nayache so dhruva is saying my lord i was looking for kacham vichinvam i was looking for broken pieces of glasses but now i have got divya ratnam after looking at you seeing and having darshan of yours i have got the greatest of the jewel my lord i don't need any benediction anymore what happened now to dhruva maharaj higher taste param drishtva so when you get a higher taste now you don't want the kingdom or anything like that he saying all that kingdom and wealth and everything is kacham within broken pieces of glass he doesn't want that this is higher taste you are getting a salary of 20000 rupees another company will offer you 50000 rupees you will automatically give up the 20000 rupees salary wala job isn't it why because higher taste you are getting 50000 rupees now 20000 rupees no i am not going i am just going to give it up this is how it is when you get a higher taste you will give up the lower taste param drishtva a very beautiful another example i want to share with all of you of param drishtva higher taste lord krishna when he appeared again 500 years ago as chaitanya mahaprabhu in mayapur west bengal so when chaitanya mahaprabhu when lord came as chaitanya mahaprabhu 
all his other descendants also came and Brahma Lord Brahma also appeared on this planet 500 years ago as Haridas Thakur. Haridas Thakur, Haridas was actually born in a Mohammedan family. He was born as a Muslim. But he was a very staunch devotee of Lord Krishna. And Haridas Thakur used to chant every day 192 rounds of Hare Krishna Mantra. 192 malas of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Can you imagine? Almost 23 and a half hours he used to spend only for doing chanting the holy names. That is why his name is called Haridas Thakur, Namacharya. He is the Acharya for Nama. So what happened was because of his purity, the villagers and everybody were so happy with this Haridas Thakur and his popularity grew. And this popularity was not well received by some of the villagers and somehow the others, some of these cruel people, they wanted to put down and defame Haridas Thakur. So what they did was, they sent the village prostitute to go and associate with Haridas Thakur and they wanted to spoil his name. So this uh, prostitute she goes to Haridas Thakur one evening and Haridas Thakur as usual he was doing his chanting Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare He was doing his japa This prostitute very beautiful She goes and tells Haridas Thakur Oh you are such a great handsome person Why don't we enjoy together And Haridas Thakur says yes you are right But uh, actually I have taken a vow of chanting these holy names. Let me finish this round every day uh, that I am doing. So then we will enjoy. Alright, so this uh, prostitute said, great, you can finish your chanting. And uh, he continued his chanting and this prostitute is waiting, waiting, waiting. It so happened that all night he was chanting and this prostitute fell asleep. And next morning when she woke up, he was still chanting. Then uh, Haridas Thakur said, uh, you know, I am really sorry. Uh, but you can come today evening and we can do that. She said, alright, yeah, definitely I am going to come this evening and uh, let's enjoy. So she comes again uh, in the evening and the second uh, night, Haridas Thakur says, I am just about to finish. There are few more rounds, let me finish my chanting and then we will enter. Same thing happens and she is waiting, waiting and she fell asleep and she woke up next morning and still is chanting. And Haridas Thakur said, today definitely it's Please come and we will do this. And next day, the same night, again, the third night, she goes there. And then, Haridas Thakur says, I am done with almost everything, just few more rounds. Let me finish and then we will answer. And then she is again waiting, waiting, waiting. And third night also, just passes by. And next morning when she wakes up, this prostitute, listening to the pure sound vibration from a pure devotee like Haridas Thakur, her heart is transformed now and she starts crying and she falls at the feet of Haridas Thakur and she says, I am really sorry, actually I was sent by all these cruel people to defame you. But that was not my intention. And then Haridas Thakur has compassion on this prostitute and says, I already knew that but I wanted to purify you. So she says, I want to dedicate my life. So Haridas Thakur says, go back. Give up all the money that you have, give it in charity, come back 
and then chant his holy names every single day and this prostitute she goes back gives everything in charity whatever she has she comes back she shaves her head in front of tulsi pot every day she started chanting one lakh names of the supreme lord and she can she got transformed from being the greatest prostitute to the greatest devotee just by the little association of a pure devotee her heart got transformed that is why association is very important my dear devotees extremely important when you come in contact with a pure devotee our hearts will get transformed shastras very beautifully explain sadhu sang sadhu sang sarva shastra kahe lava matra sadhu sang sarva siddhi hoy it is said that even lava matra lava is a time unit according to the vedic time calculation lava is 1 by 11th of a second 1 by 11th of a second is called a lava even that much time if you associate come in contact with a pure devotee it is very much possible that your heart will get transformed so this maya devi this prostitute got transformed by the association of haridas tapur why she gave up all her business now higher taste she got an higher taste when she experienced that param drishtwa she gave up all the lower pleasures of this body it's very much possible for all of us so we also need to experience that param drishtva nivartate many times we think that oh prabhu ji no i'm chanting i'm practicing spiritual life but i still have those desires my dear devotees don't think that just because you're chanting just because you're practicing spiritual life that these bad thoughts will not come it will come but keep chanting have faith associate with right minded people and you will automatically get higher taste param drishtva so that is what happened with uh, this uh, prostitute harida stapur very beautiful pastime so that is what we need to experience like dhruva maharaj okay so let's go to the next words very beautiful words and uh, let me now call upon so we have uh, uh, uma kumar can you please unmute yourself and try to repeat the shloka so yes. let me display to you so verse number 60 okay so let all chant this very beautiful shloka verse number 60 yatato hi api kaunteya yatato api yatato api hari kaunteya purushasya vipaschitah विपश्चितः इंद्रियाणी प्रमाथिनी इंद्रियाणी प्रमाथिनी हरन्ती प्रसभं मनः हरन्ती प्रतहं नमः प्लीज रिपीट द ट्रांसलेशन द सेंसेस आर सो स्ट्रांग एंड इंपेजियस द सेंसेस आर सो स्ट्रांग एंड इंपेजियस ओ अर्जुन ओ अर्जुन 
that they forcibly carry away that they forcibly carry away the mind the mind even of a man of discrimination even of a man of discrimination who is endeavoring to control them who is endeavoring to control them wonderful very nice it's a very very interesting and wonderful shloka let's understand this thank you so much so krishna is saying here yatato hi api kaunteya purushasya vipaschitah 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 means a man of discrimination a man of discrimination and what is discrimination discrimination means to differentiate between good and bad right and wrong that is possible when you have a very strong intelligence prabhupad in one place very nicely defines what is intelligence prabhupad says intelligence means to kill the thoughts before they get into actions to kill the thoughts before they become into an action that is intelligence to kill the thoughts so we need to understand to discriminate between right and wrong but that is possible only when you have a very strong intelligence buddhi and here krishna is saying that purushasya vipaschitah he is saying that that there are many many great people who want to actually understand and become vipaschitah there are many many great people who are trying to control their senses vipaschitah they want to discriminate but in spite of their discrimination power they can be lost they can fall down they can lose the track and the fine and the very beautiful example is that how Vishwamitra we all have heard about Vishwamitra right Vishwamitra Muni is a very great sage he was into the forest doing tapasya for 60000 years my dear devotees please hear it properly 60000 years Vishwamitra Muni was doing tapasya in the forest and when he was doing so much of intense tapasya Indra he became very unsettled he thought that what if this vishwamitra take away my position indra always feels very insecure when somebody is doing lot of tapasya because he thinks that they may come and take his position so what indra did now he sent this apsara a very beautiful gorgeous apsara menaka and this menaka she comes exactly into the forest where vishwamitra muni was doing this tapasya this meleka comes ching 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 she does this sound and vishwamitra muni opens his eyes just by listening to the tinkling of the ankle bells just by listening to the tinkling of the ankle bells vishwamitra muni got disturbed just see so powerful now some of you must be thinking prabhu ji that these days 
women actually they hardly wear all these tinkling bells and the uh, ankle bells so i am not going to get disturbed some of you must be thinking like that but let me tell you although some of the women don't wear ankle bells these days but you may get disturbed by the sound of the notifications notification coming from some menaka so be very careful once that notification sound comes your meditation will go tough it's gone so vishwamitra actually got disturbed by the tinkling of the ankle bells of menaka we may get disturbed by the notification okay so principle is still there but only things are different the objects are different so now this uh, attraction between uh, menaka and vishwamitra resulted in shakuntala shakuntala was born out of both of them so no all this was happening then vishwamitra thought oh my god what did i do i was doing tapasya and i got distracted from my path just see and this happens and vishwamitra not an ordinary person vipashchitah he is a man of discrimination he knows what is right and wrong he knows that we have to control the senses and he was controlling the senses like a totoy but still you see vishwamitra got attracted another very example very beautiful example from shrimad bhagavatam is about shobhari muni this shobhari muni also very powerful great sage and this great sage thought oh this world is full of distractions lot of billboards of the billboards are there right now in this time there was no billboards but then he thought other types of billboards were there distraction is there let me go under the water and let me do tapasya under water so he went inside the water and he is doing tapasya there and full focus and thousands of thousands of years he is doing tapasya inside the water and one fine day it so happened that he saw one male fish and female fish mating inside the water and seeing both these fishes he got so distracted and tempted immediately came out of the water just see very indriyani pramathini the senses are very powerful and that is how this sabri muni comes out he goes to the king and he says i want to marry your 50 daughters he married 50 daughters and had hundreds of children and then after many many years again shavari muni thought what did i do i was doing so nice tapasya and again i fell into this thing no 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 i should go back so again shavari muni he did lot of tapasya and then again not just himself he also elevated his wife so what i'm trying to say here is many times vipaschitah purushasya vipaschitah we may have discriminative powers but the senses are indriyani pramathini they are very very powerful extremely powerful vishwamitra not an ordinary person but why but why vishwamitra got attracted why shobhari muni got attracted in spite of tapasya is because they had still not got param drishtva that higher taste was still not achieved by them because they had not got at higher taste param drishtva they fell down when did vishwamitra got the param drishtva when vishwamitra met lord rama when lord rama he took into the forest rama and lakshmana both of them he asked dashratha no i have to kill tataka please send your sons and that is when he takes both rama and lakshmana that is when 
in the forest when they were very first night you know when they slept at the banks of sarayu river and then early morning when vishwamitra he finished all his morning rituals he took bath and then he saw this most beautiful looking boys rama and lakshmana sleeping you know so mild and innocent they were so innocent very very innocent and looking at this beautiful face of lord rama vishwamitra says he composes actually what he says kaushalya supraja rama purva sandhya pravartate uttishta narasha dulya kartavyam devamanikam so this composition this uh, suprabhatam was actually given to all of us by vishwamitra muni even now in tirupati balaji if you go early morning we all sing this ms subalakshmi has very beautifully sung this uh, kaushalya supraja morning suprabhatam so this was given to us by vishwamitra muni that was param drishtva you see vishwamitra got that higher taste now after meeting lord rama and then he was so satisfied when he completed his major task of getting sita and rama married and that's it after that vishwamitra entered to the north direction he went to the north direction and never again was to be seen again so that is vishwamitra this brahma gayatri om bhur bhuvatsava every day we chant that is given to us by vishwamitra muni not ordinary person see this omkar this brahma gayatri is also given to us by vishwamitra muni so although such intelligence was there vipaschita they were actually driven by this very powerful senses vipaschita the senses are extremely powerful they are like you know snakes they are like terrorists who hijack our mind so what is that krishna is saying in this words he say indriyani pramathini very very impetuous haranti prasavam manaha haranti what does this senses do the senses will take away your mind they will hijack your mind they will kidnap your mind haranti haran karna we tell no ravan ne sita ka haran kar diya we tell right so similarly the senses haranti prasavam manaha they will kidnap your mind if we are not if we are not getting the higher taste so many people think prabhu ji ye to bahut ho gaya let me let me go to the forest let me go and renounce i let me renounce my family let me renounce my wife i will go to the forest you may renounce this wife but when you go to the forest you are taking six wives with you any guess who are the six wives come on you can mention in the comment section who are the six wives that we carry to the forest you may give up your wife here you may go to the forest but you will carry six wives with you who are the six wives let me see if anybody gets answer the right answer ah devi saying senses okay senses are only five i mentioned six right so senses are only five body no krishna is saying body 
Hina ji is saying ego, mind, body, soul. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the senses, the five senses, and the mind. So, if you have no control over these six vibes, and you go to the forest, you will get disturbed even in the forest. So, there is no point. There is no point in going to the forest with this disturbed senses. That is why we need to know the nature of these senses. We need to know how to control the senses. They are extremely powerful, and their power is explained in very beautiful shloka. In the scriptures, it is said that how there are certain animals, there are certain creatures who get attracted to a sense object, and they give up their life. The shloka is very beautifully explaining. So what it means? Patanga. Patanga means flies. You know, sometimes you see these moths, especially during the rainy seasons, there are these certain insects. They get so attracted to the light. Patanga. Whenever they see light, they get so attracted and they go crash into the light. And morning when you wake up and see, under the lamp post, all these insects are dead. Many times they look into fire. They get so attracted by fire that they just cannot control. They get tempted and they enter the fire and they burn themselves and they die. Why? Patanga, this Patanga have uncontrolled eyes. They get tempted by the sense called vision, eyes. Then Matanga. Patanga, Matanga. Matanga means elephant. Elephant, if you want to capture, what the people do is, they train a she-elephant. Though she-elephant, she goes into the forest and she attracts this male elephant. And then she nicely directs this male elephant into a ditch and then this male elephant is caught now into the ditch and that is how they catch the wild elephants honey trap you know you must have heard about honey traps so they do this honey trap for the elephants also why because these elephants they have uncontrolled sense of touch they want to enjoy with this female elephant and because of that uncontrolled sense of touch they fall into the ditch this happens to many of our uh, politicians and many celebrities also. They get trapped by these honey traps. Right? So uncontrolled sense of touch. Patanga matanga. Kuranga. Kuranga means deer. If you want to catch a deer, the hunters, what they do is, they play very beautiful, soothing music. Either on the flute or they sing nicely. They play very nice music. The deers, they have an uncontrolled sense of listening. So when they listen to the sound, they immediately get attracted and then they go closer to the hunter and then the hunter will shoot an arrow and then kill this deer. So deer gets trapped by the sense of hearing. So patanga, matanga, kuranga, bringa. Bringa means bee. This bumblebee or maybe honeybee also. 
so what happens this bumblebee it is so enamored by the fragrance of the flowers that it goes into this flower and sits there and it is so intoxicated with the smell fragrance it stays in the lotus flower or whatever flower sometimes the flower will close and they trap this bumblebee and they will die inside the flower why uncontrolled sense of smelling so bringa bringa gets has uh, the uncontrolled sense of smelling and they get trapped and then patanga matanga kuranga bringa meena meena means fish how do we catch the fishes we have the bait either the earthworm or something like that you put the bait and the meena has the uncontrolled uh, taste the uncontrolled tongue and immediately it goes and tries to eat that bait but what happens it doesn't see the the gull behind it gets trapped that is how the fishes are caught so the fish die because of uncontrolled tongue the honey bee bumblebee gets trapped and dies because of uncontrolled nose the patanga the moths get uh, devoured because of uncontrolled sense of vision the elephant gets trapped because of the uncontrolled sense of touch and the deer gets trapped because of the uncontrolled ears my dear devotees these animals they die because of one uncontrolled sense but we have all the five senses uncontrolled can imagine what is the precarious condition we are in we have uncontrolled eyes we have uncontrolled eyes nose tongue touch everything is uncontrolled such a precarious condition right and that is why we can come in contact with danger very 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 vulnerable very vulnerable situation is ours is right now so that's why krishna is saying these senses are not so easy to overcome very powerful these senses are but if you don't control them then they are going to devour but the same senses when you engage them properly they can also liberate you it all depends on what type of data you are putting inside them if you don't have security guards at the gates of these five senses it is going to disturb us but if you have proper checks then it is very very easy and very easy to control just like a you know avalanche you know what is avalanche effect have you heard about avalanche effect avalanche effect is sometimes in the snowy regions there is a small lump of snow which is very easy to break it is absolutely no difficulty to break that at all but at the right in the beginning stage but if you try to control that in the later stage you cannot control the what happens is this small lump of snow when it starts rolling down the hill it starts gathering lot of snow around it it becomes huge now and then you cannot control it so when the senses are given to us thoughts will come bad thoughts will come you cannot close your eyes everywhere and you can go around into the market no you cannot do that distractions and temptations are all around but krishna is saying 
you cannot do that that's impractical better is to have a higher taste give a proper engagement to your senses a higher engagement to your senses otherwise they will look for some lower taste lower engagement right so that is what krishna is saying here and very beautifully i just don't want to miss this yamunacharya prabhupada says in the purport also a very great acharya from south india yamunacharya is explaining he says that that how when he so absorbed in chanting the holy names yamunacharya is saying whenever i get a thought of sex life with a woman i spit at that thought he is saying that it is so disgusting that my tongue will twist and i spit at such a thought you know some materialist may get jolted by this statement they may think what such a pleasurable thing and he is spitting at that thought yes because he has experienced a higher taste but some of you will be thinking oh by the way yamunacharya is such a great saint still that means he is getting all the bad thoughts i mean still is thinking he may still getting the thoughts of sex life please understand my dear devotees when you start practicing spiritual life it doesn't mean that when you become advanced in spiritual life you will not get bad thoughts you will get bad thoughts but but you know how to deal with the bad thoughts advanced devotee knows how to deal with the bad thoughts whereas a neophyte devotee a beginner he will get bad thoughts but he will welcome the bad thoughts advanced devotee may get bad thoughts but he knows how to deal with them he will never encourage such bad thoughts that's a difference between emunacharya and us okay so that is how we need to understand that these senses can drag our consciousness to the external world they can take our consciousness completely to the external world why because these are the five senses which are dealing with this material world they are the boundary line between the inner world and external world they are the gates so that is why we need to protect them with very strong engagement okay so very beautifully we have understood this and uh, i think we can uh, quickly go through one more shloka and then i will take up the question answers so if you have any questions you can keep thinking about them i will see it in the comment section and let's go and have some good time with the question answers but before that a very simple and nice interesting shloka so let's go and understand that okay so lasya uh, your sister is there with you if she is there then she can chant because i think she has always been attending but um no sir she is not here today okay so then you can chant so please repeat this very beautiful next shloka that is the 61st shloka okay yes sir tani sarvani samyamya tani sarvani samyamya yukta asita matparaha वशेहि 
break my ekadashi vrata what do i do he will ask his kulaguru and then he says no problem although the guest is come it is ideal that you should have with the guest but since uh, he is not yet come you can just sip a water little bit drink a little water and by that way you will not be offending durva samuni at the same time you will also keep up your vrata so amrish maharaj just took a little bit of water and durva samuni through his power he understood that amrish maharaj he has drank water without me and just for this little offense not even an offense actually this durasa muni comes immediately and he curses amrish maharaj with uh, his hair he produces this demon and this demon wanted to immediately attack amrish maharaj and kill him just see how uncontrolled durasa muni was and amrish maharaj simply stood without any reaction and this was noticed by vishnu and vishnu immediately sent his sudarshan chakra and this sudarshan chakra comes and immediately kills this demon this fiery demon and then this sudarshan chakra starts uh, uh, going behind durasamuni now durasamuni is afraid and durasamuni is running from one palace to another planet to another planet he goes all over the world even to the vaikuntha and he prays to shiva brahma and vishnu and vishnu also says i cannot forgive you you have to go and beg forgiveness from amrish maharaj and that is when durvasamuni after running all over the universe he comes back and pays obeisances to amrish maharaj and tells please forgive me for my offense amrish maharaj as if nothing has happened he immediately picks up durvasamuni oh just forget it you know he uh, let's go the sudarshan chakra please forgive him sudarshan chakra goes away and then both of them nicely have the meal together but here the understanding is how did amrish maharaj get so much of sense control now with respect to varnashrama if you see the varna of durvasamuni he is a sanyasi he is much higher than amrish maharaj amrish maharaj is is actually uh, grahastha and uh, from the ashrama level and from varna also he is a brahmana and amrish maharaj is kshatriya so brahmana is much higher with respect to varnashrama durvasamuni is higher but durvasamuni is not matparaha krishna is saying here yukta asita matparaha he is not a devotee of krishna durvasamuni although very great but he is not a matpara devotee amrish maharaj is a matpara devotee always devoted to the supreme lord and how did amrish maharaj such a great devotee engage his senses because we are talking about engagement of senses now now how he positively engaged his senses is very beautifully explained in the shrimad bhagavatam it is said that savaimana krishna padara vindayo vachamsi vaikuntha gunanu varnane kadavare mandira majuna dishu shrutim chakarya chuta satkato daye मुकुंदलिंगालय दर्शने दृशो तृत्य गात्र स्पृश्यंग संगम गृणाच तत्दशरोज सौरभे श्रीमत्तुलसनादर्पिते पादौहरे क्षेत्र पदाणे शीरो ऋषि केश पदा वंदने 
कामम चेन तो काम कामया कथोत्तम श्लोक Okay. Okay. So, like karma to 
adharma from good to bad we never we never go backwards like towards good as a race that's what my question is okay very good question so <clears throat> satya yuga trita yuga dwapar yuga and kali yuga this cycle keeps on moving and this one cycle satya trita dwapar and kali is called one divya yuga so what happens is after this kali yuga ends this kalki bhagwan which we have heard lord kalki will come and he will reestablish satya yuga so as a race this cycle will again go back to its original form in satya yuga so kalki will come he will end this kali yuga and he will restart the satya yuga and when the satya yuga begins again a new cycle begins and the new all the religious dharma dharmic race will again begin this is how the effect of time is in satya yuga there is 100% dharma in trita yuga there is 25 75% dharma in dwapar yuga 50% dharma in kali yuga there is only 25% dharma and gradually it goes on to become zero and then again satya yuga is reestablished by kalki bhagwan and that is how again as a human race we all will become dharmic we all means those dharmic souls will be given an opportunity in satya yuga to practice dharma and then the cycle continues like this and this goes on and on and on so this particular one cycle one divya yuga is nothing for brahma so 1000 divya yugas makes 12 hours of brahma ji 1000 divya yugas makes only 12 hours of brahma ji this we will understand as we go forward in the bhagavad gita we will discuss this time frame but dharma will be reestablished in satya yuga again satya yuga is again going to come so hope that answers your question Yes, thank you, Prabhu. Yeah, welcome. So, let me take a few more questions now. So, Dev, Prabhuji, but sometimes we cannot control the then although there may be a lot of disturbing elements you will not get distracted by them for example you see when prabhupada he went to the western world don't you think there were distractions i mean in the western world everybody was into drugs and illicit sex and so many nonsense things but then prabhupada was not disturbed in fact he was so powerful with his spiritual potency he actually made so many devotees western devotees and they started following the sanatan dharma so we need to purify our consciousness and then that's why this spirituality is not an external game it's a game of consciousness what we are doing right now we are playing this game of consciousness so we should know the the ways and means the tips of how to play this game of consciousness so bhagavad gita is actually giving us the tips the secrets 
on how to play this game of consciousness so we will go and understand as we study bhagavad gita more and more such secrets so that we don't get tempted by the external world and that is true the external environment is not in our control we can control ourselves so sailaj is asking nice question please prabhu ji clear up okay good i hope that uh, answers your question chaitanya is asking prabhu how to delete the imprints of the senses that already reached our mind which are harmful yes lot of deep cleansing is required because the impressions are so deep that they will keep popping up whenever there is an opportunity the mind because they are all in the memory the bad thoughts the impressions will keep surfacing out now and then so in order to completely thoroughly clean the all these impressions the bad impressions it is possible by devotional service and i am telling you devotional service is not just reading bhagavad gita mind you purification happens by seva seva is what will give you knowledge and wisdom and realization just by reading bhagavad gita alone is not enough you can purify yourself all these imprints that you have can actually get destroyed only when we actually practice the knowledge of the bhagavad gita just speaking bhagavad gita reading bhagavad gita is not enough we have to do achar not just prachar so how do we do seva i'll tell you some examples what we do is my wife and i whenever we get time we go to some nearby temple it's a old temple and the pujari is quite old all the cobwebs are there beautiful narsimha temple but nobody if many people come they put some dakshina and they go but generally what we do is we go to this temple we clean we take broomstick we take all the cleaning materials thoroughly we try to clean at least once in a week once in a month whatever possible so today evening also we are going to the temple from there we are going to goshala so goshala when you go we generally go there we nicely clean there is so much of cow dung and cow urine and all these things and nice cows are there so you you really enjoy you know i'll tell you one thing when you serve the cows by seva the cows will reveal the knowledge to you please understand they are very powerful what i'm trying to say here is basically if you want to purify yourself it is possible only by seva and the very easiest seva you may say prabhu i cannot go to a goshala i cannot go to a temple then what do we do in kaliyuga sevon mukhe hi jiva dhav your seva will begin from the tongue engage your tongue in chanting the hare krishna mantra hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare you chant this holy names of the lord and you see what a wonderful service it is so please don't think that i will only come and attend the sessions bhagavad gita sessions and i will understand bhagavad gita no understanding bhagavad gita will happen only when you chant when you do seva without seva there is no meva you will get meva of bhagavad gita only when you do seva of bhagavad gita okay so that is how all the impressions will get cleared by seva not simply by uh, speculating and i will uh, you know having some mental intellectual discussions no that is not enough 
So Chaitanya asked me, Prabhu, also how to convince our senses that spiritual path to be considered as the higher taste. If you try to convince them, it is not going to happen like that. That's why I told you again, coming back to the same point. Don't convince them, engage them. Don't try to convince, my dear eyes, you know, let's go to the temple, let's only watch. They will not listen to you because the senses are very powerful. So you need to engage them in positive activity, in spiritual activity and by knowledge, wisdom. This Bhagavad Gita knowledge is giving you information now. It is revealing secrets to you. And one more thing is, come in association of devotees. When you come in association of devotees, when you discuss these topics, gradually you are feeding the mind about the higher taste. When you start feeding the mind, the mind is powerful than the senses. Senses are powerful, but your mind is powerful than the senses. So when you start feeding your mind with spiritual vibes, then your mind will control the senses. That we will discuss. Going forward, we will discuss how scientifically we can control the senses. That uh, Krishna is going to explain in the next verses. And uh, Vinodji, okay, body. Okay, let me see if there are any other questions. So Hinavata is asking, Prabhuji, what is the correct way to achieve balance in life between engaging senses and advancing spiritually? So, <clears throat> balancing in life between engaging senses and advancing spiritually. Okay, the very first thing is, try not to have these two different sets of activities. That means, my regular activities is one thing and spirituality is another thing. When you keep them into two different boxes, then there is a question of balancing. Now, instead of balancing, just think about this. If whatever your activities that you are already doing, for example, you are cooking, why not make your cooking itself spiritual? Thinking that, ah, I am going to cook for the pleasure of Krishna. You are going to the office and you are going and working. Now, why not think that I am doing this for the pleasure of Krishna? So what you do is, you are basically, although you are doing all these activities, but you are actually doing it for the pleasure of Krishna. And that's exactly what Krishna is saying in the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna is saying to Arjuna, Maam Anusmara Yudhyacha. Krishna is telling to Arjuna, Maam Anusmara you think of me, Anusmara, Yudhacha, you fight. So Krishna is telling, you still have to fight, you still have to lift your bow and arrow, do your activity, karma, but while fighting, think of me. So you keep doing your activities, whatever activity you are doing, you are a student, you are a housewife, you are a professional, but while doing so, Think about Krishna. Mahamanusmari Yudhyacha. You are also doing Yuddha. Every day, this material world is Yuddha. Achyutanji is also here today. He is also fighting. Today he is fighting with his health. We are fighting with our relatives. We are fighting with our own mind. It's a Yuddha. Everybody is actually is in a war. We are all have our own battlefields. So, while battling with all these things, Mahamanusmari Yudhyacha. 
think of Krishna. And that thinking of Krishna can happen when you listen to the Bhagavad Gita, when you read Bhagavad Gita, when you chant the holy names. By doing all these activities, you are feeding the mind. So then, I will share a very interesting uh, video with all of you uh, today. I had shared it earlier also, but I am going to share it again. Me and the mind. Please watch that video. It will give you very view, very nice understanding about how to control our son. I am going to share share it right away after this uh, session. Okay, please watch that video, all of you. It's a 20 minutes nice video. Whenever you get chance, please watch it. So Vinodji is asking here. Very good session. My question is, if we see our Sanatan Dharma is going on shrinking. Earlier we ruled the world, now we are just Bharat. So our dharma is going on reducing by conversions etc. If we don't do anything in years to come, we will be wiped out. Let us have your thoughts. Yes, that is uh, very much happening and we see there is uh, so much of conversions conversions from different faiths people are getting converted to different faiths that is happening and that is happening because we have not taken our own sanatan dharma very seriously the brahmanas like prabhu yesterday mentioned our own brahmanas who are supposed to impart this knowledge to the society are busy earning money somewhere in dollars. Everybody wants money these days. So the society, in the society who were actually supposed to impart this knowledge, when they become so busy with acquiring wealth and money, then who is supposed to keep this Sanatan Dharma alive? It's extremely difficult. So definitely conversions are happening and the reason being because our own people are not convinced. So we need to become convinced about our Sanatana Dharma. We need to be convinced about what is this philosophy of the Bhagavad Gita. Logically and rationally we need to understand what is this philosophy. Because when we don't have the premise of philosophy, we cannot convince others. So we need to actually convince ourselves first. How convinced am I about our own Sanatana Dharma? That is why Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Bharata Bhumite Janma Yad, Janma Sartaka Kari Karapara Upakar. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying, it is the responsibility of everybody in the Bharata Bhumi, especially those who have taken birth in the Bharata Bhumi, the responsibility is Janma Sartaka Kari. First, perfect your life, understand, practice this philosophy, then Karapara Upkar. Upkar you can do, you can help others only when you help yourself first. So, what we need to do right now, Vinodji, is to understand this knowledge, this philosophy of the Bhagavad Gita and the Bhagavatam. Become convinced, thoroughly practice this. Then what happens is when you speak to people, you will speak with conviction and for this you don't have to be in the temple. Mind you, all of you, some of you is a student, some of you is a professional, housewife, no matter what you are, 
when you become convinced about the philosophy in your own circles you can start influencing people you can do para upkar but that is possible when you do janma sarthak kari so now it is possible when we do perfect our own lives so let's do that first let's focus on our own understanding of sanatan dharma let us thoroughly understand the philosophy of bhagavad gita completely know what is in and out of bhagavad gita then when you speak to people oh my god you will influence people not one people one person or two persons you will be influencing many people by this knowledge so this is possible only through knowledge and wisdom we should share more and more so when these sessions are happening in fact all of you should try to spread this message and try to bring in people and maybe that is the way by which you can do seva by people by introducing them to these sessions that is also wonderful so at this point of time you can introduce people to these sessions and that is how they will get introduced to sanatan dharma so now without knowledge not possible knowledge and practice of knowledge both are required so when people get convinced about their philosophy they know the roots properly then there is no question of conversion why many people many are very vulnerable i have seen many hindus very vulnerable they don't know and it's not to them to be blamed it is the people our own brahminical culture is being destroyed systematically our education system is being destroyed properly very systematically it is destroyed and that is the problem the root cause is education and as long as we don't fix this education we cannot actually bring in this transformation in the people's heart so let's educate ourselves and then people and i think that should be uh, really helpful in transforming and bringing back our sanatan dharma so i hope i'm able to do some justice to your question uh, definitely there are many more things to explain especially particular to this uh, question Uh, like i said we will be touching upon different aspects so what's happening right now although you may not uh, realize this but as we are progressing in the bhagavad gita the study of bhagavad gita you are getting some inputs about sanatan dharma here and there little 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 you are gathering information now so this will help you and this will help you to take it seriously and then make others also take it seriously so it's a gradual process so we need to understand ourselves janma sarthak kari so i am really glad that all of you joined today we went a little bit uh, over the time today so but i really welcome krishna shukla uh, thank you so much for joining and uh, if you have not already uh, you know receiving some messages from us you can drop your mobile number and we will get in touch with you i will share all the uh, positive messages every morning and uh, Thank you everyone for joining today and I will definitely uh, share the video that I mentioned it's very interesting and very fun to watch so please watch that video as well so that will be really very really nice